Hey guys, welcome to the Only Clash podcast with your host, Hero Killer and Historian. Welcome to the Only Clash podcast. I'm Hero. This is episode nine. I'm here with Historian. How are you doing today, Historian? Pretty good, man. How you been? Been good. It's been a long week, man. How was your week in Clash? Uh, I mean, not too much going on. Uh, just doing some some wars nothing too exciting um doing a little base building you know just trying to get those new defenses built up from that update um trying to absorb all of everything that's been going on with that um basically that's pretty much it how's how's things been going for you hold up (laughs) hey hero hi historian What's what's up um so just a quick question for you guys um I think there was this challenge between Carl and Hero, and I was just wondering, do you remember who won? I think it would hold up in court, but I think Carl might have taken the W. Just by a little bit. (laughs) I think you're right. So I think this would be the Kitten and Carl takeover. Oh, snap. Uh Uh-oh. So let me introduce the one, the only, the fabulous Carl. Hello, thank you for letting us take over the show. Not that you really had an option about it here on Historian, because it was happening whether you wanted to or not. But uh, yeah, I mean, maybe next time you'll think twice about throwing out a challenge like that, Hero. I mean, I totally threw those attacks anyway, so you just just threw it. Yeah. So, Hero, quick question. What would you have done if you had one? Because you would have gotten to take over the clan as leader. Okay, so my big brain was I would be the leader. And then the first thing I would do, because everyone wants me to kick Carl or expects me to kick <laughs> Carl or Sino, I was going to kick Kitten. And just, <laughs> just let it sit in the clan and see what everyone says. <laughs> oh. oh my, I would, did not expect was, to see that. <laughs> It was either Kitten or one of the Aussies just brutally boot them for like a couple days and then let them come back. <laughs> it would be the purge. <laughs> right. uh, what happened to you we'll saying that, that you were going to sell the clan for 50 bucks? Uh, yeah, I mean, 50 bucks isn't as many gems as it used to be, so. Need <laughs> <laughs> We're only level nine. I couldn't quite get the fifty dollar quota. I think. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're ten. Yeah. Fifty bucks would only be able to gem like two troop upgrades from the last update or something. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, doing the takeover, we gathered a whole bunch of questions for fans. So I know there's a lot going on in Clash right now. We got events, we got updates, we got all this other stuff like that. But everyone wanted to have questions for Hero and Historian. So we got a handful from the fans, and uh, to me this is going to be like super fun. I I said anything goes, and I'm going to tell you that several people went a little outside my comfort zone, so I scrubbed a few questions because they were (laughs) definitely PG-13++, but uh, we did get a whole bunch. So uh, the first question that uh, came from Moose Knuckles, and I don't know if you know this, but... uh, the roaster of all roasters of hero Moose Knuckles, the legendary Moose Knuckles, wants to know, what's your biggest regret? And he didn't really preface Clash or not Clash, so I'll go ahead and let you pick which one it is. But what's your biggest regret? 
biggest regret uh, you know actually i think i'll just reject the question because as far as real life there's nothing that i've truly ever felt like i regretted so much that i wish i could go back like there's always little things that happen mm-hmm. but i feel like everything that's happened even the things that i really messed up on like that made me a better person and made me kind of like who i am today as far as clash i would say that my biggest regret is going into the uh, battles without heroes sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh-huh. what, do you, what do you do when you do that? Do you just try to tough it out or do you just rage quit? Sometimes I'll just rage quit and then just say everyone in chat that my internet cut out and hope they <laughs> don't notice. Oh. Oh, oh man. Is it... <laughs> well, uh... now we know. <laughs> Yeah, you just let the big secret out. So Moose Knuckles yeah. OP strategy to get your dirty little secrets. Secret Sunday isn't until tomorrow. <laughs> what uh what about you, historian? And don't have a don't have a non answer like hero being like, Oh, my life is so bamf and I make such great life decisions, I have no regrets. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, hero. But go ahead, historian. Um, I think my biggest regret is probably just not being more open with everybody and like, I don't know, just enjoying everybody else's company and always worrying what everybody thinks of me. Joining Crystal to join is like opened up so much more than what I think I could have probably possibly imagined in terms of like just how kind people are and stuff like that. Not that I've been around a bunch of bad people, but I haven't had as many people as accepting um as you guys so i think probably my biggest regret is just not giving more people chances to uh show who they really are and being the good people they are um and in terms of clash probably the heroes going in without my heroes i've done that before as well so (laughs) done that plenty of times wow that was real deep man you're making me reflect upon my own life right now after (laughs) an answer like that oh that's a great answer all right kitten next question Next question comes from Nob. What is the story behind your name, historian? Now this this one's not as deep or as cool. <laughs> so, um, there's an achievement in Halo Wars, the original Halo Wars, and the achievement was I think to like collect all. I forgot how many terminals there was, but basically there was a certain amount of terminals of data you had to collect, and it was called Halo Historian. So I eventually hmm. just made an Xbox gamer tag called halo historian and then just dropped the halo part and just kept the historian so i mean again not as cool as my first answer but <laughs> that's definitely the reason that do you at least this. do you at least like history um yes yes and no i mean it was probably my favorite subject in school but i'm definitely no history buff like i mean if you ask me any history questions and stuff like that i wouldn't be able to answer but i do find history very interesting and when i actually listen to to like other podcasts that talk about history and stuff i do enjoy it so i mean but definitely no history buff by any means Hmm. interesting right on uh, the next question that we got is, so you guys grew up together and were kind of friends your whole life, right? Or pretty close? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would be like an interesting story that you would have for each other, like kind of growing up uh, through life? I've got question. one. Okay, so 
uh, historian, or as I've called him several times, Hugh, growing up, he was a lot more, a lot more clean than I was. Like he was always like, <laughs> wash, wash your hands before you touch the controllers. You know, like I'm not trying to get my controllers all dirty. <laughs> not that that's a bad thing, but yeah. there was this one time where I stayed over at his house the weekend, and I brought another friend of mine. Uh-oh. And oh, <laughs> historian had this brand new gamer chair. I think it was pretty new. I'm not sure if it was brand new. And it had like all the audio hookups in it. It was like that nice gamer chair material mm-hmm. and everything. And so we, we had a couple two liters of Mountain Dew and we were pouring basically Kool-Aid packets into the two liter and then <laughs> drinking the two liters. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. And when I did it, I did it in the bathroom because sometimes if you don't get the lid on it, it will like have a big reaction spray all over everything mm-hmm. and so the friend that i brought to historian's house he was like no i don't need to do it in the bathroom like i'm good enough like i can put the lid on close it before anything starts spraying out <laughs> and so he's sitting sitting in he's pretty much new game chair mm-hmm. and i mean the soda just goes everywhere he's soaked the chair's soaked <laughs> i mean the whole two the half of the two liter was probably gone in his lap soaked throughout the whole chair and everything and i felt so bad like the whole day oh my goodness mm-hmm. I, I mean is this one of those things that uh when you bring the friend over now you're responsible for all the friends shenanigans historian did you uh put the screws on him to get you a new chair no no actually i i remember trying to just play it as cool as possible because as much as i am like a clean freak Jordan also can tell that I'm just super, super, like, kind. Like, I, I want everybody to still be happy. The friend of ours, like, I didn't want him to feel bad about it. So the whole time he was apologizing for it, I just kept telling him it's no big deal. And I kept cleaning up. And, and uh, but inside, I wanted to throw up. <laughs> like, I was so sad. I was so bummed out. Like, yeah, oh, man. Because there's so many, like, little particles of soda that could have went anywhere. And, mm-hmm. and my, like, my mind just panicked and stuff. But I kept it cool. But, yeah, inside, I was pretty bummed out. <laughs> man. And then, and I- obviously, uh, you must have saw the pictures I posted of the new Mountain Dew, the Baja Flash, and the Baja Punch. Have either of you tried those yet? I have, yes. How was it? Oh, okay, so now I'm a big fan of pineapple and coconut. I don't know if anybody else is, but okay. pineapple and coconut's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But the Baja Punch tastes like original, kind of not not as much original game fuel style. Like I don't know if anybody remembers like original like Halo Three Game Fuel, and mm-hmm. when Game Fuel went for uh, World of Warcraft and that flavor of game fuel it kind of tastes like game fuel mixed with uh how was that other mountain dew that they came out with um code drawing red. a blank now code red yeah yeah like when they were doing kind of like the mix it kind of feels like a mix between code red and like game fuel and i've, I've actually really enjoyed it hmm. interesting do you have a story about hero oh man not not one as in-depth <laughs> as as that um <laughs> So when Jordan got, uh, when he was dating his, his now wife uh, from Nebraska, he met some pretty cool dudes. 
and uh, those guys quickly became his friends. And um, he was kind of going back and forth between where he lives now and back where where he used to live. And uh, he came back to visit one time, and he had brought them. And on their way back, they stopped at a Sam's Club and bought. I think it was like a 50 pack of Red Bull or a 24 pack of Red Bull. I can't remember like what size. I'd never had Red Bull up until this point in my life. Pretty much it's just been Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And at his parents' house, they had a basement and he still had his old bedroom set up and everything. And he had a refrigerator, a mini fridge down there. And I got to go over to his house and stay like three days in a row, which hadn't ever happened. And me and him and his newfound friends, which quickly became my friends, we just drank Red Bull and played Halo 3. I just remember that being the greatest time of my life. And like still to this day, it was like one of the funnest memories that I have is just gaming and playing for for hours and hours and hours and just drinking Red Bull and them looking at me being concerned because I was just putting too many of them, <laughs> too many of them away. I was drinking way too much Red Bull. And uh, I still drink Red Bull to this day. So I kind of play, blame Jordan for my addiction to Red Bull now. <laughs> oh, man. I remember that uh, weekend my stepdad came downstairs like at two in the afternoon after like one of those like red bull induced nights and was like kicking us basically like you guys are so lazy i can't believe you're not up yet and it was like we had gone to bed at like 10 o'clock oh shit (laughs) all right so next question is what would you do with your time spent on clash i'm guessing this is um if you weren't clashing that's a good question too dang i don't know if i got quite quite an answer for that yet do you got one Hero, I guess I could try like being a father instead of always neglecting my kids. <laughs> <laughs> with with twenty accounts, it can kind of take up some time. But now, I think I would probably be like one of those guys, like Carl, that like has to mow his lawn all the time or something. Oh like that. I actually focus focus on something other than like I'm one of those guys that always has like an addiction. Basically, it's always to something, whether it's to clash or and I just get so involved in it, so sucked into it. Then I'm like looking at things on the internet. Oh, how am I going to get my lawn as green as my neighbor's lawn or something like that? Or we're going to put this fence up in the coming weeks. How do I put the fence in? So yeah, there's a lot you can do without clashing your life. But, but it would be like, would it be more of a vice or just something that you would latch onto, but not necessarily a vice, just something like a goal, like a, a goal driven thing? Yeah, I think it would just be kind of. Yeah, like sort of like a one thing at a time, like look for something that I'm passionate about. Because the only other thing I remember being like pretty, like a hobby was like skateboarding back in the day. And I'm like way too old and fat now to get on a skateboard. <laughs> so I would, or in, I, I guess like frisbee golfing, We I used to go frisbee golfing quite a bit and I still do. Mm-hmm. I would probably frisbee golf a lot more if I didn't clash as much. Okay, historian, what would you do with all your free time if you didn't clash? I, I, that's still a tough question because because of clash, I've met such great people like you guys, and I get to hang out with my buddies still. Uh, so it's like it's hard to imagine life without clash. Um, mm-hmm. But I do a lot of like uh, snowmobiling and dirt biking and stuff, um, and I've done that since I was a kid growing up in Wyoming. We snowmobiled a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'd probably just maybe devote more time into snowmobiling because that's like my main, my main hobby outside of Clash. And, uh, but I got Clash to thank for saving me a lot of money because even though I spend money in Clash, it's way more expensive to snowmobile <laughs> with all the repairs and stuff I have to do for my sled. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I got... I got a lot more money saved and, and stuff like that because of Clash, but I, I've always wanted to travel to different spots of the world that have decent snow, um, upper parts of British Columbia, up in Canada, and uh, Alaska, and um, spots of Montana that I've never been able to, to go visit, um, just great snowmobile spots. I would love to, to take my wife and go up into those areas. and spend weekends up there um they got lots of nice resorts and cabins and stuff and just go snowmobiling and you know create new memories and stuff so I, i'd probably do a lot more of that if i wasn't playing so much in clash but not to not to say that clash is taking up that much time but um definitely would probably devote a lot more thought process into it nice uh next question what's one attack and this is from miss p What's one attack uh, that you just can't seem to master in Clash? Go ahead, Hero. Uh, I think the one that got away is probably like like a queen charging. Like I'm just not very good at queen charging. When I watch YouTube videos and stuff, it feels like their queens just last forever. Like mm-hmm. under 50x bows or whatever and then mine i get locked on by a scatter shot and two expos and it's like she's dead and i forgot to hit the rage at the perfect time or you know didn't freeze up something where i should have and that's one that's really it's always one that's in a lot of different attacks i guess it's not like its own strategy but it's just an element to an attack that kind of escapes me because it just whenever i try it it just doesn't seem to work out the way like it does in my mind, I guess. Man, that's Historian's Jam. How come you're not getting tips from him? <laughs> no, no. Every time there's like a base that needs queen charge, I'm like, hey, man, you should just, I'll just give you my details. You could log into my base and queen charge. The <laughs> <laughs> hero got really a lot better in queen charging all of a sudden. <laughs> what about you, Historian? Is there one, one attack strategy that has evaded you? Uh, e drags. No, I'm just joking. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad weekend for that. <laughs> um, no, like uh, I think Lalo. I think um, Lalo's always been one of the the things. Uh, Queen charge Lalo, especially, has always been one of the things that I've always mocked. Ironically, I always got annoyed with how much I would see Queen charge Lalo. Like when I would watch YouTube videos of professional like you know battles and stuff there'd be a lot of queen charge lalo or just lalo in general Mm -hmm. and recently i just started wanting to practice it more because of watching um your war attacks actually carl i watched i can't you know begin to explain like how when you do either sui lalo or lightning lalo or queen charge lalo that you you do make it look a lot easier than it really is just a lot like the pros and uh, I know I'm gassing you up a little bit here but <laughs> don't feed into his ego <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's it's something that I can see is being a very uh a very big asset in order in order to become like a better player and also I'm just having a lot of fun learning new strat- new strategies and this is one of the ones that I've been wanting to practice for a while even despite making fun of 
making fun of how much it's used. Um, it's used a lot for a reason because it is a difficult strategy and it's very versatile and uh, there's a lot of components to it. So I would, my answer in, in a long explanation, I guess, uh, would probably be Lalo. Yeah, I would say, did you see, it was a not, maybe it was the, the last war or the war after that one of the bases was the same one. So I literally copied mm-hmm. your exact same yeah. Queen George Lalo to get it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, except you did it with a jump spell, which I thought was a very nice addition. You oh, had jumped yeah. into that corner instead of wall breaking. And I thought that was a very smart move. I really liked that a lot. All right, next question. If you could create, the, oh, this is also from Miss P. If you could create a new troop, what would it look like and what would its power be? Yeah, some good questions. <laughs> what, what, what do you got for this one, Hero? Uh, I think I would want it to actually be like a like a vehicle, actually, like something a little bit more high-tech than what's in the game right now. That Something with wheels, even if it's like sort of old school, like a sort of a Flintstones roller kind of rolling down walls or something like that. But <laughs> Didn't like you just describe the like, wall wrecker? The log long? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <kind> log long. <laughs> I guess those are the vehicles I lied. I wasn't <laughs> expecting this question. Um, <laughs> a flying P.E.K.K.A. <laughs> a flying P.E.K.K.A.? I don't know how they would get it done, but just little, like, somehow make the P.E.K.K.A. fly. Little tiny, <laughs> tiny wings on it, like the wall. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Two butterflies that on would be funny. shoulder. Just carrying the pecker around. <laughs> uh, what about you, historian? Was there a troop or a troop style that you'd want to see? I mean, the other day I was kind of joking. Like, it's not even really a troop per se, but I kind of want like a button that kills a troop. Because when my healers transfer over to like a like a funneling troop or something. Ooh. I wish I could just execute that troop immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was my king. <laughs> like, as soon as the healers transfer, I'm just like, executed. <laughs> like, we're done. <laughs> um, queen charge Lalo, especially, because, like, if your queen doesn't get the value she needs, it's mm-hmm. it's so hard to get that two-star. If she doesn't get the town hall, or if you use your blimp early to, like, you know, not get the town hall, but get a section of funneling for the queen. I wish I could just execute troops that take my healers away from my queen because it's a, yeah, it's a nightmare once that happens. But so not really a troop, but I wish I had a kill button. (laughs) I've never thought of that before. And that's an amazing idea. (laughs) The kind of jumping off that, the next question was like, what, I know we just had a whole bunch of quality of life improvements in the, uh, the update, but what would be one quality, uh, of life improvements that you would really like to see? Again, I, I, I'm going to have to pass it to hero so I can have time to think. (laughs) Um, I just think what keeps, uh, us more engaged, I feel like is more, more events that are like easier to do, like maybe not have events that require specific troops or whatnot, but events that's like, hey, when 10 raids throughout the month or whatever, and we'll give you an extra book of building or a book of heroes, you know, or just have different kind of staged rewards like in the background, because the season pass rewards are pretty good. And I guess that's probably what most, what's already in the game. That's basically like what I'm saying, but sometimes 
you just grind out those things and it's like, oh, I just have to put a earthquake in this month or I have to put a giant in this month. It doesn't really feel fun. And mm-hmm. it's not like I'm trying to learn a different strategy. I just feel like there's got to be something that's like in between that they could do that makes it fun to try it out. Kind of maybe like the event armies for that town hall challenge. I know we're going to talk about that later, but like actually giving you a preset army and saying, hey, use this army to take out like five random villages and we'll, you know, give you a builder pot. Yeah. And this kind of reminded me of the way that historian was talking about learning attacks. So like historian, just an idea. Would you, would you think it'd be a good idea for um, kind of how they have like the little learn and attack intro Mm -hmm. that they have, but maybe kind of spice it up, do that with a little bit more of the style that hero is saying, and maybe that way too, that it'll kind of branch people out their attack strategy maybe. Yeah, I think that, I think that's actually a great idea. Um, I also think kind of keeping it as much as meta as possible, um, which I know that might be like a lot of work for, for the devs and stuff like that, but, you know, try to at least keep like army comps and stuff and, you know, kind of like what it currently is and what pros are using and stuff like that. Because, I mean, if you go back in some of those, you know, learn challenges that they have, some of the armies, I mean, the, the general idea is still there, but it definitely can be a little bit more improved upon. So, but I think that's a great idea. Definitely. All right. So this question is kind of, well, it's definitely not clash related. Um, so what is your feeling about pineapple on pizza? I love it. <laughs> I'm just going to openly say it. I, I grew up where Hawaiian pizza, like that was my, my jam. Like, we used to go swimming, me and my sister, at our rec center back in Pinedale where we grew up. And uh, my mom would take us to this local pizzeria. And, I mean, that was like half of the pizza was Hawaiian style, just the Canadian bacon with the pineapple. And then the other half was like a Supreme or, or whatever else my family wanted. But, uh, yeah, I love pineapple on pizza. So good. Hmm. How about you, Hero? Yeah, I think I need a new best friend now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think pineapple is ever okay on pizza. Like, <laughs> oh. I love pineapple, I love pizza, but I hate them together. So, Kitten, you love pineapple. What's your thoughts on Different pineapple to pizza? it. I've had it, and it wasn't bad, but I don't know that I would, like, it's definitely not something I'd put on it every time. Hmm. Yeah, if it's the but only pizza there, if it's the only pizza there, I may have a slice, but definitely I'm leaving that for everybody <laughs> else. Historian can have those. Oh, yeah, no, man. No, oh, man, this pizza thing always drives me nuts, too. Because, you like, say you have four friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to get a pizza or has their own pizza they want. But everybody will have a slice of pepperoni pizza. But then they just want one slice of a different kind of pizza. So it's like, we need to get two pepperoni pizzas because everybody has pepperoni slices. (laughs) And just get like one specialty pizza that everyone can share. But instead, we get three different pizzas and the pepperoni slices are gone. And now it's left with these garbage pizzas (laughs) for the rest of our night. Yeah, but then you've got like leftovers for the next two days. You have it for breakfast the next day. How does how does everybody feel about ranch? That's another question because we need to discuss about how Jordan will literally just put an outline 
of the pizza, basically. <laughs> you will put ranch on your pizza to where there's just an outline of pizza. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> I take a slice of pizza and I put ranch on it, and then I put another slice of pizza on top of that pizza, and then it's like a pizza sandwich. And the ranch is like the mayonnaise, and it's it's golden, man. Oh. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, let's see here. Oh, what? Uh, another one from Miss P. What's the, what's one of the most ridiculous facts that you know? And uh, well, let's go with you, historian, first. Is there a, is there a fact that uh, that you know, or some kind of piece of knowledge that you know that's either interesting or people are surprised that you know about? And that sucks because you give me a fact about something like history related that I should know. I've been drinking. I can't think of a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why I've been kicking it to hero so that way I could actually have time to at least oh. think of something. I don't sound stupid. <laughs> like, no, let's let's change it up. Fact. <laughs> what's what's something about know. you live in Colorado, right? I do live in Colorado. So, I don't give me a fact about Colorado. No, it's not, it's not a Colorado fact. It's something... So my brother used to live in Denver, so I visited a handful okay. of times. And mm-hmm. one of the things... So so maybe this is a fact or not. Maybe you can be a Mythbusters for this. But my brother okay. talked about um, how crazy the traffic was and how there's just like a lot of cars with dents and stuff like that. And I was like... Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that doesn't really... Like, I live really close to Seattle. And I'm like, you know, Seattle traffic is a nightmare too. Like, it can't really be that much worse. But I swear to you, when I went to visit in Denver, I, I it definitely felt like 25% of the cars had a dent in it. So am I... Was that just... Am I just like at the right spot at the right time to know that? Or is Denver traffic and all that kind of stuff actually that crazy? Maybe maybe you can no, bust it for me. You're, you're 100% correct on that. So... Growing up in Wyoming, anytime we had Colorado drivers in Wyoming, my dad, I remember as a kid, like like 10 years old, my dad would be like, didn't pass by somebody, somebody cutting in too, too tight. It was like most of the lanes are two lane highways. It's not even four lane or anything like that. It's just a two lane highway. And this guy would cut my dad off. My dad would literally say, driver must be from Colorado. And sure enough, the plate would be Colorado plate. And, <laughs> and now living here for 10 years, people do drive way harder than you would expect here. It seems like everybody's in a race to go to the same destination. But yeah, no, you're 100% right. Like Colorado drivers are are absolutely crazy. But (laughs) another fact, and it's just more mountain related. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if anyone ever like sees like Instagram reels or TikToks about like Colorado weather and how it will like change all the time. Like you'll be like, 75 degrees outside and then like 20 minutes later it'd be snowing but that actually does happen (laughs) we'll have like super sunny weather and then all of a sudden the next thing you know literally like 20 30 minutes later it'll be snowing (laughs) but that's uh that's that's more that's mainly like mountainous areas like where i live and stuff but that does happen quite often hero what about you what's your inter or your ridiculous fact um, I think the the easier out here would just be if there's a turtle on a fence, plus somebody put it there, right? <laughs> or, actually, one of the craziest facts that I actually read recently when I was going through, like, because of COVID, a lot of video games were, have been getting delayed. 
And so I've been looking up like reasons that people are delaying video games. And one of the craziest reasons that a game was delayed it was back in the old days of Halo. That Halo 2 was delayed because one of the developers hit a picture of his butt in the game. So they had to delay the game to find out where he, <laughs> where he hit it, basically, to then, um, you know, take it out and everything. So, yeah. I bet that guy got fired. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. That's true. I have one. I recently discovered that the T-Rex had a serious tongue tie and that his t- he couldn't actually stick his tongue out. It was um, attached to the bottom of his mouth. So it couldn't actually move his tongue. Nice. Oh, I can add that to my to my name then. As a historian, I'll tell people that fact. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man. All right. Okay. So this is an in depth. This next question is rather in depth. It is from Hammer. Okay. So good luck with this one, guys. Yeah. Is it the one I read earlier? Because I quit. Prob- probably. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> When Pavlov Pavlov's dog salivated after hearing a bell ring, even though no food was present, they demonstrated a pattern of learning called what? I have no idea. Do you repeat the question? <laughs> Can you say um, it in a sentence? Can I say when Pavlov's dog salivated after hearing a bell ring, even though no food was present, they demonstrated a pattern of learning called what? No idea. Hammer says phone a Thank friend you. in chat. I need, I need to phone a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Pull the audience. I think it clearly was about why you shouldn't rush your Clash of Clans, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Oh. Do we even, did he even give us an answer, by the way? Or are we just shooting blind? No, I he think didn't say it. He didn't say. He said, okay, so what's the answer to the Pavlov's question? Actually, I think there are two answers to that question. One is Pavlov's theory. Not sure what the other is called. So <laughs> I don't even know if he knew the answer to that question. He needs to type it in chat. He's in chat right now. We'll go to yeah. the next question while he gives us the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Would, okay, uh, next question. Uh, Would you rather fight 100 mini P.E.K.K.A.s or one mega P.E.K.K.A.? Ooh. That's a good question. I mean, we just faced a mega P.E.K.K.A. in the <laughs> challenge recently. <laughs> so, I mean... I'm going to have to go with that is what I would rather fight because I defeated it. Oh, there we go. Because <laughs> I don't know what the... You said 100 mini P.E.K.K.A.s? Yeah, 100 mini P.E.K.K.A.s or one mega P.E.K.K.A. That, that's something that, that Supercell could definitely do. They could throw in 100 mini P.E.K.K.A.s for the next challenge. But I'm going to have to choose the, the mega P.E.K.K.A. What about you, Hero? Um, I think I've gone on record saying I would fight one of Tribe's kids, so I bet I could kick a hundred minutes. Oh well, my goodness! Gonna keep that going. <laughs> yeah. Like you finally shoot out your leg out oh of that bear boy. trap, and then you just jump right back in. <laughs> uh, okay, you got the next. You got the last two, kid. 
I don't know what this is, and you said it earlier. Um, FMK. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. I can't believe it. Oh. Yeah, you just accidentally <laughs> forgot that all of a sudden. <laughs> Made me say it. That was the whole point of giving you that question. <laughs> it's, it's better this year. <laughs> I totally didn't remember. I even mm-hmm. messaged you, yeah, and I was like, convenient. what does that mean again? Convenient. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so fuck, Mary, kill, and the answers are historian Carl and C note. No, go it, hero. That's they're not answers. You have to pick what goes where. Have you not played this game before? No, not really. I'm confused. Just Those why don't you? Those are choices, though, right? Is is Carl? We're gonna say it one more time. So it's it's uh, FMK and your in your choices. It's for hero. So heroes okay. has to choose. Yeah. Historian Carl and Cino, you have to marry one, you have to kill one, and you have um, to fuck one. See, I said it right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so between, I think I would probably have to kill Historian right now. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say it to like ruin it, but I knew it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have to marry Carl for that sweet money. That oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I have money? <laughs> oh, and then I think C Note is definitely a thorough and generous, generous lover. So. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. So that that got real weird. Okay, well, I mean, the question was tailored for hero, but historian, you can definitely do it by trading out yourself for hero, so you can have some revenge on what you would do. Okay, so I mean, I could say kill, but everybody's gonna think that you know that that's just all planned. So I'm gonna say hero's the love part of it. Um, okay, kill kill would have to be. Mm. Now, see, that's hard. That's hard because now I gotta throw it because that's, that's the reason you chose me. It's because you didn't want to upset Carl or Cino. That's the whole reason. See, you, you throw shit. It's I, forcing you to I've throw shit. I've been drinking too much to, and I just put myself in a bad situation. <laughs> um, dang it. I feel like Carl and Cino both have money and I need to support my Clash of Clan addictions. Oh. I need gems. Oh, no. Question is, who's going to buy me more gems? Oh. I feel like Cino needs to be in here to answer that question. So we have to buy your love, is what I'm hearing. Well, yeah, because I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like the trophy wife. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I can't, I can't kill Cino because Cino's too nice. That's true. I do I, agree I gotta, with you. I, I gotta kill Carl, and then it's uh, it's hard for me to do it. Like I'll be sad while I'm doing it. I put myself in the situation. So. <laughs> That's the nicest way to phrase murder I've ever heard. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carl. So FMK historian, hero, and C note. Oh, hundred percent curate killing hero for all the shade. And uh, yeah. <laughs> marrying Sino because he's the nicest guy ever. And if historian's the trophy mm-hmm. wife, of course I'm gonna screw historian. So oh, yeah, he's the <laughs> the pretty face of the bunch. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, last question. All right, last question. Your five v five town hall fourteen tournament. 
Captain would like to know, um, why do you not have Max Heroes yet? Because our marriage hasn't been finalized. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you got a couple of hero pods saved. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got I've got five hero pods. I'm ready to go for these town all five challenges. Or fourteen guys, whatever. Awesome. So that's all the questions that we had. I think it was a perfect combination of catching you off guard and uh, a few kind of like actual real life uh, got to take them serious ones. So thanks everyone for the questions. That was a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Thanks everybody. Really appreciate it. So real quick, we got the E-Drag uh, event coming up this weekend. So I know Hero, you're in it. Uh, historian, uh, you decided to be the smart one of the group and not participate. <laughs> So, Hero, do you have a strategy for it? So, the, the rules are you got to use five E-drags. So, do you have a strategy in mind? And then, uh, Historian, like, do you have any tips for Hero going into this event that uh, that he can maybe take to make the E-drags more fun? Or, uh, I mean, apparently people are E-dragging everywhere. But, uh, Hero, mm-hmm. do you got a strategy for this, this event more? Uh, I've been trying to do some FCs, but if it's a centralized town hall, like, I feel like I'll have to try and just, like, blizzard the town hall and then just, like, e-drag the rest of it. But other than that, it's just going to kind of be sort of a YOLO thing. I'll probably start on the opposite side of the town hall and throw a blimp with, like, Yetis in it, probably, and then try and get that in my Warden ability. And then just hope for the best. So might be seeing some one stars, but centralized town stars, though I feel like with e drags, are gonna be like the, the one stars for sure because it's hard to they're so baited, and e dragons will path like so awkwardly around it. It's gonna be pretty difficult if town halls are central. Gotcha. And are you so you're gonna try to use more than the five? Are you gonna try to go bare minimum five? Or are you gonna try to go mass e drags? No, I'm going mass e drags all the way, man. You can't you can't go halfway if you're doing an e dragging event, man. And he- you gotta go with a full retard. <laughs> Historian, do you got any advice for Hero or advice for me? Because uh, I'm in this the silly event and uh, with my mini, and my mini only has level one e drag, so that should be fun. You got any advice for either <laughs> of us? Um, for for Hero, I would. I mean, I got really no advice because. Like I respect everything that that dude does. I mean, like I've I've followed like his strategies as, uh, since I started playing Clash, and he's always pumped me up to you know try new things and stuff. So I really can't really offer any advice because I feel like he just knows what he's doing. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he just I, I love watching him attack. I I'm always rooting him on, and I'm always excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. And, Aww, uh, you guys are for, so cute. <laughs> and uh, for uh, Carl, I, I again, it's kind of like it's hard for me to. I mean, after watching everything, all the attacks you do, I, I would be asking advice from you, not giving advice to you. I mean, look, with level one e drags, I'm I'm gonna be like, I, I can't even blame you for that because I know how much you don't like e drags. <laughs> <laughs> so I know why you haven't put any levels into those. <laughs> Uh, but uh i mean i don't know i guess I, for me the advice i would say to you is just you know 
do your sneaky gobs on the town hall and have fun. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, that is a good call. Uh, great. Well, we'll see. And uh, Hero, are you going to do your attacks on stream tonight? I presume. Heck yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna stream it? Or are you letting Mords take the wheels? Apparently, Mords has got it, and then I may try streaming towards the end, uh, end of the war. Which will be oh, fun. I thought you were streaming. No, Mords has got it. They asked him to do it, so I'm gonna go for it. Plus, it's like uh, it'll give me more time to uh, goof around and accuse everyone in chat of putting a bounty on me. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> all right so we have new toys um mostly for the town hall 14s so that's why i'm kind of giving this question um we've got e-drags drags loons rocket loons and dragon riders um which one of those is your favorite and then kind of go through and um tell us what your thoughts are on those new levels i think with as far as everything there's like no love for ground units so that's kind of sad because i really was hoping to kind of come back with some of the older strategies that i was used to but now just keeping on forcing us to try different things with air but i really like my sort of end game goal would be to have the an air hybrid that actually worked kind of like a miners and hogs with the that new dragon troop. I don't even remember what it's called. I haven't dragon used rider. it at all, but the dragon rider there. And so to have like something be like my miners and hogs with the dragon rider, but I don't think it's kind of developed out that way yet. Anyways, I haven't seen any super clickbaity video saying that this is the <laughs> new hotness. So that's that's what I'm hoping for, though. I am stoked to have new levels i purposely held off on upgrading my cannons because i had some traps left and the cannons were the only like big defenses left mm -hmm. but i knew if they introduced upgrades that it would be something more important than cannons so i'm glad i did because now i have like air defenses down and a couple wizard towers too so i like your idea of a um a hybrid um air attack that's kind of a cool concept um, personally, I think the new level of dragons is really cool. I like the way that they look. Um, historian, what do you think about, about the new drags? I, I like them. Um, since, since I started playing Clash, I mean, for me, the, the favorite character in the whole game for me was dragons. I love dragons. I, I shied away from dragons as I got more and more used to like doing queen charges and stuff and with queen charges brought you know more usually ground troops and stuff like that except for lala but uh so i mean like for me i love i love the dragons the them keeping dragons relevant and stuff like that i think is really really cool um the new rocket loons i i think that is a cool thing and so far i've seen like people use it situational where they're trying to use it to like kind of snipe you know air defenses that are near edges and stuff like that um so I, I guess I'd kind of like to see like where the super troop of uh, uh, rocket loons kind of goes from here. Kind of like if people start using it more in a full full strategy instead of just kind of situational. So, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty much my thoughts. 
Um, Hero, I've heard a couple of people complain about the fact that there is not enough green on the new loon level. What do you, what are your feelings on that? Yeah, I think if it, I wish the whole balloon would have been like the green and then they could have done like the purple, like skull crossbones and the side spikes kind of like that, because I do think it looks more like aesthetically pleasing to have full color changes instead of like secondary color changes. So the primary color of the balloons didn't really change. It was mostly those secondary colors and besides the spikes and stuff like that. So I don't think it's bad, but I think it would have been a lot better if they would have gone the other route and changed the like main color of the balloon too. Like it's sort of a neonish green. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. Um, so other new things that are happening, um, there is a new deployment bar. Have um, have either of you used that yet? I messed with it a little bit on my iPad because I wanted to just see how it kind of works. And I was surprised because obviously I have a ton of accounts and it does carry through to your different accounts if you mess with it on one account. So I was happy to see that. And, yeah, I mean, you can make those buttons, like, pretty dang small, like, smaller than you really need to. But otherwise, I don't know how much I'll really use it, though. It seems pretty situational, depending on a device. I don't think it'll be used that often by, like, regular people. But it's, I mean, it's a good quality of life change, I feel like. What about you, historian? I was messing with it, and I kind of went, like, kind of right in the middle. But then... I saw a coworker of mine who I got into Clash. He was um, playing with one hand, and I was kind of thinking to myself, "I was no like, no one does that." How dare you? It's like Carl plays with one hand. So I was kind of thinking to myself, "I was like, he's playing with one hand. He could go as small as he wanted, and not have to like worry about like double tapping like a, a wrong like image or something like that and so that's kind of a question within a question carl since you play with one hand do you have you messed with the slider and like do you feel like um if you have gone bigger or smaller like how do you feel like it feels playing with one hand oh man so first of all <laughs> i like how it's become a permanent meme about me playing with one hand <laughs> and then uh I haven't really messed around with it very much, and let me explain why. And uh, it's because I'm, like, such a creature of habit that when things change on the map that, like, my muscle memory gets thrown off. So I feel like being so used to the squares for the troops being a certain size and kind of knowing approximately how far I need to scroll and stuff like that, that, like, when I change it enough, just moving things over, like, a couple of centimeters or, like, you know, a couple of eighths of an inch or something like that mm -hmm. will, like, make it so I'll, like, misclick. Because I already misclick a lot, actually, about, like, not being able to, like, select the troop that I want. So I, I purposely haven't been monkeying around with it too much just because I feel like I, you know, for years and years and years having everything that same size that it would kind of kind of make it so that... I would just it would just throw me off just enough that I'll like miss timing on stuff like that. So um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It was just I might eventually go tinker with a little bit, but uh, that's why I haven't on the on the phone that I w I have been thinking about maybe making the buttons like a little bit bigger on the phone. But short of that, I've been um, kind of leaving them alone. But 
I don't, I guess it's, but, I guess it's worth it, but I definitely, one thing that I have heard people say is that they want, when you're done deploying a troop, they want that to go off the screen. I definitely don't want that because I'm like, when I'm prepping the army and that's like the dead, dead space, if the bar starts mm -hmm. shrinking and it moves the troop, I definitely don't want to move around. So that's like one thing I'm totally mm -hmm. against. So apparently you I can do. now rotate bases. Has anybody been using that? Um, well, we have the 5v5 Town Hall 14, you know, leagues coming up or whatever they are. So I've gotten a bunch of bases recently, and I've noticed if you rotate a base, then you can scan it into the burnt base. And a lot of times it says that there's like a, like a certain percentage of a match, but it's not that 100% match that it used to be because it's like a internet base that's pretty common. But if you rotate it, then it'll say oh, here's an 85% match to the base that you scanned. So it does at least mess with, like, the people using that app anyways. So I think it's pretty cool. That's actually kind of... That's, that's super, super cool that, like, you thought of to do that with the Burnt Base app. Like, I would have never thought to, like, scan that or try to, like, swap stuff around and try to see if that would change it up. I think they need to start implementing... and and. I'm not saying like I know what tools they should put in, but I think this is a right step in the direction for build, uh, building bases that I feel like people who build bases professionally, much like attackers who attack professionally or, you know, really put a lot of time and effort into it, I feel like they need to keep coming out with updates like this, like things that just really benefit people who just that's their that's their whole goal is to build like the most unbeatable base um i think it's a thing that kind of gets put in the shadows a little bit i mean much like when we did our our challenge where everybody was to build their own base and stuff like that and the people who took part of that and stuff like i think they understood how hard it is to really build your own base and i just feel like if they come out with more tools to make it easier for for base builders I think that would be really cool. I think that's something a lot of people would appreciate, even the casual players, like, you know, or people who just attack the majority of the time and don't really worry about building their own base. I think even they would appreciate a, a much more in-depth version of, you know, the base builder tools. So I think, I think this is a step in the right direction. You made me think of something, Hero, and maybe it's just because uh, yesterday when I was goofing on stream, I had a whole burnt base rant in in the Twitch chat on me. But uh, do you think that... So obviously it's going to help being able to kind of see your base better and like build the base kind of like historian saying. But do you think that the fact that rotating it is like taking away as a partial match do you feel like it's making it so every base now has four different iterations that the burnt base has to check for so maybe a base can be reused by just rotating do you think it's a counterplay to that that supercell is doing or do you think that's just merely coincidence i definitely think that it's like sort of uh they wanted to do something maybe they because they've never obviously there's been people who said, oh, it's okay with Supercell, but Supercell has never tweeted out or said anything about that, which they have tweeted and said stuff about a lot of other bots. So mm -hmm. I feel like Burnt Base is kind of like on the edge for them, 
Mm-hmm. And so they probably did think, okay, this will combat it. But in reality, I feel like burnt base now is going to have like an API update to where it'll be able to flip bases. I don't know mm-hmm. if they could do it, but mm-hmm. it sounds like that's what they're going to try and do next. To Because honestly, if you get a pretty pro-level base that lasted, you know, for a month or so without getting tripled, you get tripled, then you rotate it and try it all over again, and it might work just as good the next month. Yeah, definitely give the longevity of the base a little bit, a little bit more go if you built a built a good base. Because, and also too, it kind of reminded me, you know how at least for me, there's uh, or uh, that I've heard, I've heard a lot of people talk about how there's like a side of the base they kind of prefer to come at. So maybe. Um, it's kind of part of that too, that you can always kind of attack on the same side. Like if you're right-handed and you prefer to attack on like the right side of the base or something like that, that, mm-hmm. uh, that might help as well. I don't know. Can, can I throw a question in there? That's probably, I know I don't mean to mess up anything, but like, is there a side that you guys do prefer to come in on? Cause I can tell you my side is like bottom left. Like as soon as I log in and like search for a base, like I, my eyes go bottom left, like instantly. Is there like any sides that you guys feel that like you feel that you feel like you tend to like kind of want to attack from more or I mean like any, anybody can answer this but like it, for me it's I don't know what it is but as soon as I see that bottom left is probably baited or just not the, <laughs> the optimal entrance zone I get super bummed out because I'm like great now I got to attack from like top right or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you think Hero? Do you have a side? I would say when I look at a base and obviously the Blizzard King or whatever, every time I try and find a path that that blimp will take, the first thing I do is then reverse it to the opposite side of the base because I feel like that's a path that they want me to take. So then I just flop it. But then pretty much from there, that's how I base the majority of my attacks. So I take my first entry point that I would like to do and then just flip it. So it's a little bit different the way I look at bases, I guess, if I'm blizzarding. Anyways. Hmm. So you don't really have like a, a corner that you kind of start out with. It's like your most like preferred just muscle memory spot. I do think, I do think the left-hand side, for some reason, does seem a little bit uh, easier to like drop my troops because my right thumb is usually the one that's clicking on the different troops and spells. Whereas I'm dropping the troops with my left thumb, so oh, I would say a two-handed attacker, aren't you fancy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> what about the army share? I've actually seen a lot more army shares than I thought I would because I I don't know why. Maybe it's just like farming armies are just kind of generic shells. I always thought people kind of tinkered with their army. Maybe that's just me, but uh, I've been seeing a lot more just army shares for like kind of what's been working. So have you? Have you guys seen that? Have you used the tool for army shares to kind of be like, hey, what, what's what been working in Legends League or something like that? Have you tried that yet? I think it's like a new toy, basically. So it'll be used a lot in the upcoming months, but it'll probably go by the wayside for a while, too, and just be sort of a niche thing when someone's like, hey, does anybody have a good Lalo army I can play around with or something like that? But mm-hmm. it is a pretty cool tool. Okay, what about you, historian? I think, I think with the earlier questions, like with, uh, you know, just basically like quality of life changes that we were kind of talking about, I think this one was a good quality of life change. 
was it necessary? I mean, not not a hundred percent, but um, not as much as like a base layout. Obviously, you know where it's like you know somebody's like, oh, look at the base I got, and if they didn't have the ability to copy your own base, you're like just screenshot it and then build it yourself. So I mean, obviously, it's it's a lot harder to to copy somebody else's base if they didn't have that actually as like you know a quality of life change that was already in the game. So I think. Like what Hero was saying is something that might be used a lot in the beginning because it's new and then maybe fall by the wayside as time goes on. Um, but I, I do think it is a good quality of life change, uh, especially for new players. Um, I, 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 like I, I talked to a guy at work, and like I said earlier, that you know I got into Clash. He, he loves the fact that he can just you know be like, hey, you know what army are you using? And I'm like, hey, man, I can just post it up for you right now. And he's like, oh, sweet, man. Because he doesn't, it's not necessarily that he couldn't build the the army like kind of close to what I'm doing. He gets the comfort out of knowing exactly what I'm using because he sees the success that I'm having or, you know, the success that a professional is having. So he, he likes the idea of being able to copy what's being used, what's meta, what's, you know, what's working. And uh, so I do think it is a good tool. It's something that maybe not as important as base, you know, base sharing, but um, I do think it is something that's cool and I'm, I'm stoked that it's in the game. Sweet. So Supercell comes out with these, um, these little town hall challenges and they've had a couple that have been pretty fun. And this one is an Inferno town challenge. Um, I just did it a little bit ago and was surprised because this mega P.E.K.K.A. comes out. I was like, where did this thing come from? <laughs> um, so how many times have you tried it and how did you do, Hero? Um, I probably, I've done it about 10 times so far. I think the first three or four times was just like me messing around with it trying to see what worked and what definitely didn't work that pekka definitely throws you for a loop because you're like oh it's just a pekka and then it just like domes all of your troops and you're like well that was rude like how are you supposed to beat this thing and then eventually i was like okay so you just have to warden through it and then I kind of tried to pick the base apart from there. And then after that, I've done it. Probably tripled it on about five different accounts. My uh, family is visiting this weekend, and my stepdad was having trouble on his account getting it. And he said he needed the, that million gold for his town hall upgrade. So I did it for him. So <laughs> I, I think it was a pretty fun event. I have not yet tripled it. I think I, the highest I've gotten so far is a two star and it was like 71% or something, but I was not no. expecting a giant P.E.K.K.A. to come out of the, the CC. I, for some reason, I guess I was thinking dragon. What about um, you historian? How many times have you tried it? Well, I mean, I kind of cheated. So <laughs> as soon as soon as it dropped. Now this is actually my first time cheating on one of these challenges. I normally just try them. <laughs> it's my uh it's you put a video out like even before the update was finished and I was at work the night that the update was or getting ready to go live and I saw it's his video on it. And so as soon as it went live, I just pretty much copied what it's did and 
And uh, it, 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 the sad part is, is it still took me like six tries. <laughs> that was the worst part was I, I still didn't even triple it the first try, even though I had like a, a complete layout of how he did it. So, but uh, the, the thing that threw me off the most when I was actually like doing the, the attack and when I was watching the video was the Pekka can attack air. Mm-hmm. That threw me off so hard. Like when I, as soon as I watched that, it, he was dropping all of his air troops and stuff. And I was like, well, this is really easy. Just drop a few air troops, lure him down. And I'm, and then all of a sudden he's going for the air troops that you dropped. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> and, and then it just, it was such a cool little twist that it's like, because he is a giant P.E.K.K.A. He can reach air units. And, and mm-hmm. I, I really think that was something really cool that Supercell did that I, I don't think any of us really saw coming. So this was like two in a row where they did the uh what was it the like the golden dragon the crazy dragon the one and then mm-hmm. this like crazy cc troop so do you think this is going to be like a common theme then of like crazy cc troops so the next the next challenge that comes out are you going to be really aiming for like okay as soon as the cc gets lured i really got to be careful about what to handle are you already preparing for the next one i mean for me i think uh i'm, I'm excited i'm excited to see what else they do I mean, I know one of the challenges, I, I'm pretty sure, didn't they do, like, healers that came out of it? And then, like, the healers, like, busted out of the CC and actually started healing things. Am, am I wrong, or was that one of the CCs that they did? I can't like, one of them, for sure. Yeah, and I, I, I'm just really curious to see what they start doing more than this. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm I'm stoked because I mean this is this is adding so much life into the game too. Is there things that aren't breaking the game and are just making the game more fun? I mean, for anybody, especially new players, new players are like, you know, I mean, I had friends that didn't even know that there was an event going on. I had to show them the tab and stuff. So I kind of wish they'd make it a little more obvious of where it's at, so people can actually like go do it. But I mean. I think this is like such a cool thing that they're doing with the game. And I can't wait to see the next idea that they put out. Yeah. Have you guys listened to someone try the, uh, try the challenge for the first time? Say like they, they were like, yeah, I saw there was a challenge, but you're like, okay, hop on discord. I want to hear your play by play. Have you heard someone try it for the first time and hear their reaction when the P.E.K.K.A. basically starts one shotting the entire army? <laughs> No, just my reaction when I was like, what the hell just happened? Like, all my troops did. Like, I think it took me another playthrough to realize that that's what happens. The Pekka was supercharged because I was like, what, what, what? My, I had full health on everything. What happened? That was weird. And I went back in again and I actually like watched it really closely and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. We, the uh, last night we did a few times, uh, where we had someone like, oh yeah, I haven't done the challenge yet. And I'm like, well, you should do it. I want to hear your reaction. It was like, you you could pretty much exactly see what was happening in your head kind of as they were like saying the attack. It's like, okay, here's some traps here. Here's some traps. And then the, the Pekka is like, oh, the Pekka came out. And then all of a sudden they were just starting screaming about them losing everything. It was pretty funny. <laughs> but. All right. So uh, let's do a little hero classic trademark segment, the shade out. So uh, this should be pretty interesting. Hero, do you have a shade out for the week or shade outs plural? Yeah, I think I've got at least one. 
I'm uh, gonna shade out Drake actually because he hasn't recorded an episode in a while, and there's been shen- shenanigans this week. I just want to let him know that you know, here's your shade, but we still love you too. <laughs> Record your podcast, bud. Come on. What you got? And then, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I also want to shade out Kitten for you know just being Kitten and nice and lovable, and she just needs some more hate in her life. <laughs> <laughs> who do you got historian oh man the shade outs i i never do the shade outs i jumped down it that one week and it like so i kind of took a jab at you <laughs> <laughs> you liked it please oh <laughs> uh, like, you have to admit it was perfectly set up i mean like yeah. it was just like home runner he yeah. set me up for that one so but mm-hmm. uh it's hard to have any shade outs Especially in such a group of people that are so awesome. Like, I mean, I sat out for a whole entire CWL and everybody was still so cool about it. And then they were all talking and having a good time. And I mean, I can't, I can't really shade out anybody. And I can't shade out Hero Killer because, you know, without him, I wouldn't have a spot on the podcast. So. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, I don't really have any shade outs. That's that's more of a hero thing. How <laughs> dare you? If, he, if, he, if, well, if you set me up for it, that's the thing. You gotta set me up for it, and then then maybe I'll bite. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I can't shade anybody out. You gotta bait him into it. Yeah. Exactly. You gotta bait me into that shade out. Oh man, I got I got some shade outs. Uh, number one. Uh, Cena, I'm still mad at you for being a better troll than me, and I'm still blown away that you made the Not Carl account when I thought it was Mason for like two weeks. So, um, and then Green Arrow and Hammer for doing this E Drag event. Like, you're really putting me in a tough spot, especially you, Green. Like, what the crap, man? So, shade out to you guys for forcing me into this e-drag event and uh, trust me i'm going to be using the bare minimum of e-drags and trying to make it work somehow so we'll figure it out as we go all right i said i wasn't going to do the shade out but (laughs) now i feel like i have to fling it back at hero (laughs) and you just wait until you're only a member when you come back into c2j oh Oh, man i look forward to it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean it's not really a shade out if they want it to occur for the memes kitten that's true that's true so i thought of a shade out <laughs> <laughs> i'm a shade out hammer i'm gonna go along with carl that question with the dog and the saliva <laughs> that question <laughs> was too confusing <laughs> <laughs> Good, good uh, question, but you, you gave too much confidence that I was called the historian that I would know things. <laughs> so, straight out to you, you should have dumbed the question down a little bit, a little bit more. <laughs> so, apparently, the Pavlonian conditioning is based on instinctive responses. So that's kind of the preface of like associating it with the belt again, kind of give an instinct. Whereas the other side of the coin is uh, willful actions. So it's trying to talk about the difference between those two styles between the uh the instinctive conditioning and the willful action apparently thank gotcha. you britannica yeah i still don't understand that but okay <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have a, a special uh hammer segment where he explains how to be to an adult to all the rest of us 
Yeah, yeah that must be why people would spam. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> All right. Well, that that concludes the takeover. Uh, Hero and historian. Last recap. What did you think of the takeover? Was it better or worse than you expected it to be? I think it was everything I wanted it to be and more because it was something I was really excited for, something I've been looking forward to the past two weeks. Uh, we've missed a couple of recordings in the last like month probably, so it was really exciting to get in there with some good friends and just kind of talk about stuff. The takeover was just absolutely perfect as far as the bet went. I mean, I was super excited if I wanted to like kick people out of the clans, but it's so much <laughs> better for everyone to have like a podcast takeover. I mean, this is some of the the Marvel Universe stuff going on here in the podcasting world. You know, the best crossover of all time. So, thank you guys. Mm. Was it better or worse than you thought, historian? You're gonna have to kind of echo what Hero said. I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, I love doing the podcast with my buddy, of course, but we kind of had jokingly talked about that if hero did lose that it's like well carl's gonna take over and i'd be like so we win-win technically <laughs> i was I, I got i unfortunately missed the one podcast recording that you and hero did and uh so it, it's it's really fun to be able to actually finally get to talk to you um i'm a big fan of your podcast and so i mean i was a little nervous to even be able to to come on to hear um so hearing your voice for the first time was a like where I could actually speak to you instead of just hearing it through the podcast was kind of like, I know it sounds silly, but a little nerve wracking. Cause I was like, Oh, that's actually him. <laughs> I was like, that's Carl. And, uh, so, and, you know, having kitten on here, that was also a very pleasant surprise. And, uh, I didn't know how this all was going to go down. So I'm very, 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 very happy with everything. And, uh, I mean, if you ever want to take over our podcast again, by by all means, go for it. <laughs> I do have two questions for. for you guys, though. Go for it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you guys are ready for my questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. <laughs> okay, Carl. Everyone else has talked about it, especially shout out to Miss P. Uh, she's always talking about her favorite podcast host, which honestly I would say is an unsafe work environment that she has. <laughs> a podcast with people that aren't her favorite, but <laughs> moving on from that, who's your favorite podcast host, Carl? My favorite podcast host? And so it's yeah. C-Note, obviously, but if I couldn't choose C-Note, and that's like, and I'm not even, like, you know that if it wasn't, I wouldn't say that. Like, I'm very, you know, cut to the chase, like, real world. So it honestly is C-Note. I think he is, he is the person that I wish I was. He is a great person. So if it wasn't C-Note, this is not necessarily a host but i don't know if you've uh was it uh clash tips clash tips recently had uh t on it's uh it's like the he's only been on like two episodes so he's not really like an official host more of like a guest but i really like him it would be super fun to chat with him and do a podcast with him that's what i would say i think his name is t i'll have to look it up that's that's who i would say are you kidding um well I would have to say my favorite podcast host is Carl. How dare you? But um, <laughs> definitely C-Note as well. Those two together are amazing. Call me T. That's How do you get on that C-Note level of fame? That dude is famous everywhere. everywhere I know, right? 
Yeah, everyone. I need to shade him out next. <laughs> my second question is for kitten actually uh kitten carl always says you're the worst which is objectively true sometimes but who would you say is the worst or who would you fight in a podcaster boxing match <laughs> still with the boxing match <laughs> a podcaster boxing match yeah do you want to take out drake or something Oh gosh. Um this pretty, you know. Honestly, I think I'd have to say um Oh my goodness. Uh Green Arrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's all I had. <laughs> you're just gonna you're just gonna put all that strife out there and then drop the mic and walk away is that what you're saying right. <laughs> oh, get ready man. green arrow <laughs> oh man cool well uh awesome thanks for everyone for joining this week and back to normal scheduled programming maybe next week i don't know you have to ask your own historian i think so hopefully yeah yeah hopefully i think i think we should be able to make it work out perfect all right say bye peeps Peeps. Deuces. Peace out.